Murphy, I know we're supposed to start the show here and all that good stuff, but um, mm-hmm. you walked in here today. Say, Murphy, uh, Sam arrives first. I arrive next. Then producer Faith. Then Murphy. <laughs> Bring it up. Too rear. much fanfare. You walked in and you're wearing. Your regular old shirt that you've had forever, which is nice. It's a Tommy Hilfiger. I saw the yeah, I saw the look on your face. It is nice. What's okay. wrong with it? I, I bought I, him a new shirt. This was a gift, by the way. I know. Yeah, so you um, bought him a new shirt, so you expect it to be worn wait, wait, the next day. No, this is what happened. I brought him. I bought him a new shirt yesterday. Oh, that's my Vegas shirt. You said that's my Vegas shirt. I didn't say you that. You said I need to have something that looks fun and light for Vegas when I take no, you I for your birthday. I said it's a very summery shirt. I don't know. I didn't. I don't remember saying anything about Vegas. I mean, I can picture myself on the strip oh, in that I, shirt. Oh, I know what happened. Is that a happened. vintage, like, cool oh, bowling-looking shirt? No, I know what happened. This is what happens with husbands and wives. He's halfway listening to me. I said, oh, I bought oh, a dress hell. for Vegas. Yes. And I bought you a new shirt. Because you need some new shirts, and I was Which there anyway. Translated into, I bought you a new shirt for Vegas. No, yeah. I didn't. We talked about your shirt first. I unveiled that first. I was like, "Look, I bought you a I new know shirt." That. Yeah. Well, you, you and... move fast, though. You know, it's got, you know how I walk into a room and I'm already talking about something, and yes. you're like, "Where? Hey, where did this come from?" Well, you kind of do the same thing when you go from one subject to another fast. When you're moving and you're on a mission, that happens. So I. I I can okay. see how. So you didn't wear your Vegas shirt. <laughs> no, I didn't. You didn't wear your new shirt today, but it's weird because that you you said oh, I'll wear that tomorrow, and then you hung it on on your closet door as if here's my clothes laid out for the day, and then you walked in here, and I thought, oh, why didn't you wear your new shirt? Well, I hung it on the closet door because if you remember, it was on display in the kitchen where you were cooking fish. <laughs> Fine, okay. And I didn't want to come to work on in my display new, in my new Vegas. Hey kids, come see Dad's new shirt. <laughs> It's where I left it. I left yeah. it in there for you. Yes, I know. Hi, this is your new shirt. La. I didn't want to smell like fish for the first day in my Vegas okay. shirt, so you know. Okay. It is a really cool summery color, which would look good on his, with his skin tone. Yeah. It's like a coral plaid. I'll, yeah. t- I'll take a picture of it. We'll put it on our Facebook page. Why don't you just, just wear, wear it? it? Okay. You can, I can Maybe do that one day too. this week you could throw me a bone. Before Vegas. <laughs> Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, though, the guy that I wanted to watch shop while I was buying your shirt, Murphy. So I want to tell you about something that happened yesterday when I was shopping the other day. um, Mm -hmm. And I bought you that new shirt that you have discarded, Murphy. (laughs) I've not discarded it. It's it's actually hanging on my closet door right now to remind me to wear it tomorrow (laughs) or or else. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway... I was standing in line. This is a department store. I was standing in line to buy the shirt for you. Yeah. Hoping that you would wear it today. <laughs> anyway, something really cool happened. There was this younger, there was this young man yeah. standing near me in line or around, near the line. And he didn't have anything, you know, in his hand. Like, he, like, I'm wondering why he was standing there. And before it was my turn to go up and pay for the shirt... He interrupted, you know, kind of, you know, when somebody will kind of come next to the line and, and ask the person something. Oh, yeah, because they don't think that, you know, it's that big of It's going to be a quickie. Let me just jump in here. It didn't bother oh, me that much. Okay. You know, it bothers me. Let me tell you. <laughs> I, I know this is not what you started yeah, I, talking about, but I can tell. boy, especially at the post office, <laughs> yeah. when you've been waiting in that long line and oh, then that different. one person comes in the door and says, I just want to drop this. Well, get in line. I know. So, Sorry, Sam. you know what? It's, I, I just realized I'm never going shopping with <laughs> Ever. I know. Because he bottles it up. He won't say anything then, but he bottles right, exactly. it up. No, he kind of did the, the quick, hey, can you? And I didn't care because I was really interested in what he was going to say. Yeah. And he asked the gentleman behind the counter who was about to check me out with the shirt, 
hey, can I get someone to come help me pick out some business casual clothing? He said, and he said, what do you, what is it for? He says, well, I have a new internship this summer. And I have to dress business casual and I, I just need some help with that. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is so cool. I mean, he was standing there like in shorts and his shirt. Yeah. He's definitely a young man. I'd say early 20s. So did you volunteer your services? Absolutely not. Uh, so, you know, that I mean, would have been Creeper Town. I, I realized that he interrupted what was going I didn't on. Care. But that's kind of. Uh, and that's that shows Smart assertiveness. You know, know what I mean? It's, it shows as an intern, he'll probably succeed. Because- he wanted to ask the man. The man behind the register checking me out was about to check us out. Me out was um, well, well dressed, and he was he was targeting him. He was like, "I want you to help me pick out business yeah. casual clothing." And I thought for a second, if I didn't have somewhere to be, I would stay and watch. This. Well, and you know, it, they, like most stores, they they probably have a shortage of people, so there's not somebody yes. just sitting in the you know yes. area waiting. help yeah so he was assertive or as sam would say rude Rude. coming up with murphy sam and jody jody has your first hollywood outsider yeah tell you why um joaquin phoenix needs to get the joker makeup out again here's what's trending jody's hollywood outsider powered by liberty mutual insurance guys did either of you and i know the answer for murphy so sam did you (laughs) see the joker from 2019 my mother always tells me Mm. to smile and put on a happy face. That's Joaquin the Joaquin Phoenix, Phoenix version. Yeah, yeah he you won know, an Academy Award. It was for this. there on the streaming, and I just even free, I couldn't go. There was never, I was never in the mood for it. Here's why. And and our our oldest Taylor, our oldest daughter Taylor, loved it. But she also is studying psychology, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, you have you have to see this just for the mental health, you know, component of this movie." I'm like, "Stop right there! <laughs> I don't I don't want to go down that road. I don't want to think at the movies. I believe <laughs> that Joaquin in that particular role would bring me to my knees. Yeah, Joaquin like the whole, in any role, he's one of those actors. He is. Didn't you he, feel what he's doing? Did Heath Ledger win a, a posthumous yes. Oscar for his performance? For his Joker. Yeah, but this Joker. is a completely different Joker. This is okay. about the psychology of how he became Joker. Okay. And it's all this, you know, picking and horrible bullying and things like that. Well, anyway, just so you know, um, Joaquin said he'd do it again, and the producers of that movie said they are working. They're pretty close to doing a Joker sequel. Wow, okay. That they are doing it, and so it may happen. There's more to the story. Coming up next. It's Taco Tuesday, and I got a new spin on it, something you want to try tonight. It's Taco Tuesday, and Woo-hoo! I have oh the the ultimate marinade. I, I know a, a while back I told you about the chicken taco marinade. Yeah, it's on our website. Yeah. But, Ch- Sam's chicken taco marinade. Right. Well, for today, forget the word chicken. Okay. Okay. Because I I decided uh, to try to make it with a steak. Same marinade. Same marinade. I know usually marinades are different for chick for poultry and for steak. They usually yeah. are. Yeah. But I was like, well, you know, it's a marinade. It's gonna uh, get wild. Yeah, I get crazy. <laughs> and I bought some thin ribeyes, not regular ribeyes, thin ones. Ooh, okay. that sounds good. And marinated those. And then threw them on the grill, and since they're thin, it's only like three or four minutes each side. And they were falling apart. And I just slice it against the grain, you know, and chop them up, and I made tacos out of that. Uh, Oh! I used to buy, yeah, I used the thin ribeyes for that. Okay, wait, wait. Let's go back to the store. Do you buy, you found them thinly sliced ribeyes, or did you have to give them to the butcher and say, hey, can you slice these thin for me? No, I found them. I mean, I know there's some stores that sell thin pork chops and thin... Chicken, Steaks, chicken breast, and, yeah, and chicken breast, and that stuff. So okay. I found those, and I decided to do that. 
And God, they were so good. And there were some left over, so I chopped them up and I had them with eggs and stuff for oh, the next that's morning. That's the best. Oh, oh. Okay. So, so it you, says chicken taco marinade. But you can, it's universal. Yeah. Or okay. at least on steaks. I'm reading it. Olive oil. Yeah. Garlic. Yeah. Actual minced up real garlic. Yeah. Lime juice. Yeah. Taco seasoning. And a dash of liquid smoke. Yeah. Do I have to do liquid smoke? Is it very important? Um, I found the recipe. the biggest fan. I found the recipe online, okay. and I added the liquid smoke. Oh, I think it gives it a little. I mean, I don't pour buckets of it. It's just like, dink, dink. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Huh. You know what I saw about Taco Tuesday? This sounds really good, by the way. If I make this, do you want chicken or ribeye, Murph? Uh, until I finish dieting, it's probably going to have to be chicken. Oh, fine. No, I'm Seriously, joking. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Well, point. The thing is, you see how it makes a small marinade, so you could actually make two both. of them. I could do both. Put steak in one bag and chicken yeah. in the other. Ooh, I say bag because I put them in zip. Just like in restaurants where you can mix it all up. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> You can get two different kinds of tacos. <laughs> no. what, what, would the chef be upset if I mixed the, the meat? Go get Sam's fancy chicken taco marinade that can be marinated for anything. Yeah. Uh, MurphySamAndJody.com. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. It's I Love My Job Week, 877-310-4MSJ. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, David, we're coming to you next. It is I Love My Job Week, 877-310-4MSJ. David, you love yours? I absolutely do. Tell us about it. Uh, so I work as a 911 operator oh. as well as dispatcher. Wow. Uh, I absolutely love my job and everything that I do. Can you share, like, what the most common calls are? Are you allowed to tell? So yes and no. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't share specific details of course, because a lot of it is confidential. Sure. Uh a lot of it has to deal with when people need us sometimes in their darkest times. Uh-huh. Yeah. When people are unfortunately getting ready to either pass on or oh. they're in severe pain or frustration or anger. They need someone to reach out to. And we're here to help. That's our motto at the call center. We, we yeah. love every single person. And we're just here to help you. And you, you know, David, I experienced that firsthand when my dad passed away two years ago because the nine one one operator was actually keeping me very focused. You know, because at that moment you're you're panicked. Obviously, you're so emotional it keeps you from thinking rationally. So I owe a lot to that person. What we do in the center, there, there's so much that can go wrong and so much that can go right every mm-hmm. single day. And mm-hmm. sometimes you do the very best and you can save someone's life. Yeah. And other times you're just the helping hand to just mm-hmm. be there and guide them through some of their darkest times in their life. Well, I'm so glad you love it. I'm so glad you let us know. I absolutely love my job and everything that I do there. Mm-hmm. It's a joy to come to work every single day knowing that at the end of the day, at least I help one person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This one single person I was able to help and make their day it's that much better. Well, thank you, David. Well, We've we never heard from a 911 operator. I, I doubt that y'all would. <laughs> <laughs> I love my job week, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, 877-310-4MSJ. We like knowing what you do, and it's a good um, idea starter for those who are still looking yeah. for that right thing. Sam's Music News, powered by Rocket Mortgage. We got us a lawsuit brewing over the most popular Christmas song of all time. 
Uh, Mariah Carey's still shaking her head about this. All I want for Christmas is you. I was really surprised because this song's been out for how long? '94 uh, was the first year it was out. Whoa! '94 uh, Christmas season. So almost thirty years. Because the song "All I Want for Christmas Is You," d- same title, different song exists, and here's that version. Take back the tinsel. Oh, all I want for Christmas is you. Well, you know what? It's a, it's a title. I, I remember because this song came out before, and I do remember. Yeah. yeah. This song actually charted the year before Mariah's came out. It was like way down in the top 100. Okay. Of course, Mariah's has become the one that's known. And the guy that's suing, uh, you know, Vince Vance, real name Andy Stone, uh, he's it's not suing over the lyrics. He's not suing over the melody. He's just suing over the title. He says it was a copyrighted title, and they never sought or obtained permission uh, to use it, so he's suing for $20 million in copyright infringement. Aren't I didn't know you could sue of, over me titles. Me either, because there are a lot of songs with the same name. Oh, yeah. Just there the word are. love. Imagine, I love you. Or, or, yeah, there are a lot just, of songs with the same name. Yeah. I just, I'm a little surprised that it took this long. Why do you, why do you wait yeah. Almost 30 years. I have a feeling that'll probably go against him in the legal judgment. Yeah. That might be the first question he's asked. What took so why, long? Why so long? So that'll be, for his side of the story, his attorneys need to be getting him ready for that answer. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to see how that plays out. Hopefully before Christmas. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Carrie Underwood's got the new album coming out this Friday, Denim and Rhinestones. We go together like so, before it comes out on Thursday, she's going to be at a, uh, a Nashville establishment, and she's going to debut the album live on Prime Video. Oh, cool. Amazon Prime Video and Twitch, the Amazon Prime channel on Twitch, if you have that, in, is in, it's instead. Okay. okay cool. Uh, but you get to see the whole album, plus maybe she'll throw in some some other hits on see Thursday. See the whole album, like listen to it, Perf- or she's going to perform it? She's going to perform the album. Oh, that's different. Okay. <laughs> 9 Eastern, 9 o'clock Eastern on Thursday night. Now I got it. And Priscilla Presley says, hey, don't look at me. I didn't send that cease and desist letter to all the chapels. <laughs> well, since my baby left my the company that li- licenses Elvis's likeness is the one that did it. Okay. Priscilla said it wasn't on. I didn't order it. It has nothing to do with me, so don't come after me. Coming up with Murphy Sam and Jody. Jody has another Hollywood outsider. Coming up next, though, the trick to picking out good eyeglasses for your face, and everybody's trick is different. I went to pick out some new glasses the other day, and I definitely posted about it. Like the two that I ended up loving for new eyeglasses, they were similar. One was lighter in color, and the other was like a really chunky, like statement, dark glasses. Yeah. And, you know, so anyway, thank you for all of the suggestions. Everybody loved the ones on the left better, the lighter color Which ones. is exactly what I did, too. It shows more of your face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what's funny is that when I posted that, you learned that different people like and appreciate different things yeah. in glasses. Yeah. Because a lot of people were like, no, 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 the ones on the right, they pop. They look sassier, and you're a sassy person. And But mm-hmm. I, you know, I did order the lighter colored ones because yeah. those are the ones I ended up liking the most on me or whatever. But you know, I went in there with the plan, and here's the trick to picking out uh, eyeglasses. Before you go, walk in, unless you want to let the person there help you, which is a good idea, too. Oh, I always do. The smart. Um, look online. Figure out what, what face shape you have, because your face shape determines what glasses, what yeah. frames look best on you. Do you know that I have a, it's weird, it's a heart-shaped 
face. Go ahead, Murphy. I have a wit. No, I have a widow's peak hair thing, and it's my head's bigger at the top, and then it comes down to a point. Uh My chin is pointy, so that's kind of a heart shape, and that's a weird shape. I see a heart when I look at you. Why? Why do you do that? 10 out of 10. But you need to know what kind of shape you have if you're going to go it alone. I got a fat head. I don't think you have a fat. Look at me. The thing is, when I I go do it, I'll put glasses on, and if they look like... The, the, the arms are stretching out. It's you need like, bigger, yeah, okay, wider this frames. This is not fathead frames. Yeah. When I walked into this super center to pick them out, I knew that I what kind of style I was looking for, and the girl was, like, helping me. And I really didn't want help, yeah. but she was on me. And it was so funny because a lot of them I put on, they seem big. Even the ones I bought seem too big for me, but mm-hmm. I do that because of the heart-shapedness to balance it out. Yeah. But anyway, at one point, I, I even said, do you think these are too big? I wanted to see what she'd say. And she was like, no, <laughs> you'll love this, Sam. She said, no, because of your forehead. <laughs> wow. My coworker calls it a five head. Yeah. Sam has always said I have a really big forehead. <laughs> and I'm like pulling my bangs down. going, okay. <laughs> anyway, log on. See what shape face you should be, you know, shopping for. Here's what's trending. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Brought to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Ever since the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial has been settled and won in favor of Johnny Depp, the world is following Johnny. And I know you're all over TikTok, Sam. Did you Well, know I don't that- know that it's settled because there's oh, going right. to be the, you know, the appeals. They're saying that Amber Heard may yeah, appeal, but that's going to be a long yeah. fight that hopefully will not happen before our eyes. Huh. Okay, Johnny Depp joined TikTok yesterday. Oh. Yeah, Monday afternoon, he racked up like two and a half million followers right away without a single post being made. Wow. Everybody wants to follow Johnny. What's he doing? He's still hanging out in the United Kingdom with his friend Jeff Beck. I heard There's he got a big soiree dinner. after the verdict. $62,000. $62,000 that he spent on a celebratory curry dinner at this mm. upscale restaurant. I mean, that's feeding a lot of people, a lot yeah. of fancy food. And, you know, that's a norm, sort of a norm thing in that world. Um, also, know this. One of, well, some, one of the people who was in court during the time, the stenographer, yeah. did an interview. And she says that several of those jury members, especially yeah. one or two, were falling asleep <laughs> during the trial. And I'm thinking, yeah, we were, yeah, too. At home. <laughs> if it wasn't for, like, the reels and the stories, you wouldn't have known. But she said one of the people who listened the most was an alternate Oh. (laughs) So that's just a little inside from the trial. Coming up next. Do you love your job? Let us know. 877-310-4MSJ. What do you do and do you love it? If so, we want to know about it. I love my job week. 877-310-4MSJ. Hi, Irene. How about you? I love my job. (laughs) Tell us. I, um... You know, 21 years ago, I ended up learning how to drive a truck, a tractor-trailer, a 18-wheeler, oh. uh, how people call it. Call it. And yeah. so uh, that's what I've been doing um, off and on. I, you know, because I have kids, so I had to get off driving and yeah. working in, in the office. And so, I mean, I love what I do because now I can see both sides of it. You know what? And I, just, I, I love what I do. I can relate to the truck drivers, and a lot of the times it could be a little bit uh, upsetting because uh-huh. I want to sit there and just send them home for the holidays and, yeah. and stuff like right. that. So You're saying you work in an office now, so you've been on that side of it, but you will you ever drive again? Oh, of course. Of 
course. I have my 15-year-old right now. He's uh, actually, I've always had my kids on the road with me. I yeah. have two boys. And so my 15-year-old, when he was 10, he that was one of the things. He, Mom, I want to have friends. I want to go to school. So, mm-hmm. you know, for the past five years, I've been, you know, sitting behind a desk. Yes. And I told him, Miko, as soon as you turn 18, I'm... I'm back on the road, and so, <laughs> oh, cool. and so he's uh he's waiting for that because he tells me, "Mom, I want to go." You know, I miss it too, but you know, he he needed to have a social life too, and yes, so sure, I love it. I'm glad to hear you love that. Um, what is it like to try yeah, to to do the long runs? Like, do you have tricks for staying alert? You know, music. Music has always been uh, mm. listening to it, of course, may not seen, but yeah. <laughs> music yeah. has, uh, and that, you know, you guys, I've always, everywhere I'm at, it's like I need to make sure that, yeah. you know, I'm listening to you guys. Right, but that does, that to me, that helps, uh, and mm-hmm. it makes a big difference. It just, you know, you're, you're driving and there's really nothing out there, and yeah. so music is what keeps it going. Yeah. Huh. You're out there. Yes. <laughs> I heard you guys. I'm like, oh, I got to call. I got to let them know. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. There's a lot of people that that are a little bit skeptical with uh, driving, you know, being truck drivers. I was mm-hmm. doing it at 21. I didn't even know how to drive a car. And so wow. when I learned wow. how to drive a truck, it was awesome. And wow. I love awesome. it. I, I just love what I do. Three things you need to know today. Number one, they call it pain at the pump. So um, we're looking Pain at the pump? Yeah, looking at a national average for gas at five bucks a gallon by the end of this week. That's according to Gas Buddy. In California, it's already like six dollars and 30 something cents a gallon and there's one gas station uh just north of san francisco that's charging nine dollars and 60 cents a gallon that's the highest wow. in the country but it's getting up there by yeah. the end of the week welcome to summer number two matthew mcconaughey in washington yesterday after he wrote this op-ed piece about gun violence it's like unless you're in the military you should be 21 years to or older, to purchase an assault rifle. He went on and on. Yeah. And the other thing that he wrote in his piece is, I'm a father, the son of a kindergarten teacher, I'm an American, and that's why I'm writing this. And he's a native of Uvalde. He 100% is. Mm-hmm. And number three, yesterday, I know you know this, Sam, Apple had their big event yep. about what's coming for the operating system later this year. iOS 16. A lot of changes, the biggest one being the unsend option. Have you ever sent a message only to immediately realize you didn't quite say what you intended? <laughs> well, no worries, because now you can edit any message you just sent. <laughs> I don't know if it's that I didn't say what I intended. I think possibly I've sent texts before that I shouldn't have In sent. anger, you mean? Yeah. doesn't matter. No, no matter the reason, you can undo it starting in the fall with Apple. Wow. Three things to know today. We asked on our Facebook page, if you were a pilot, mm-hmm. what would your call sign be? <laughs> and that's, of course, from Top Gun. I remember yeah. when I first saw that movie in the 80s, and I was like, oh, call signs, that's cool. Ooh, Viper. Ooh, Iceman. I, I just saw, thought that I was the coolest s- thing in the world. saw something this weekend that said you don't pick your own call sign. Is it's, that true? It's given to you. I don't know. I believe it. It was on the internet, so it's got to be true. <laughs> it yeah, right. does. But it th- does make sense that somebody would give, give you that you nickname your call rather sign. than you picking your own no kidding oh my gosh well well i asked what would your call sign be if you were a pilot ashley on our facebook page says if it based on my current job i would be calculator (laughs) (laughs) 
funny. I like knew you would enjoy this. Deanna uh, says, not sure what mine would be, but my father flew in Vietnam and his call sign was Iceman due to his ooh. baby blues. Ah. It was given. Wow. Yeah. Well, and the, cool? the entire Top Gun thing was born after the Vietnam War. You know that. that I mean, I didn't know that. Yeah. Program. In 1969. Oh, yeah. 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 The program. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> Chrissy says mine would be Pillsbury. <laughs> because fitting me into a flight suit and into a small cockpit would be like a tube of Pillsbury biscuits. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I guess we need to sign each other call signs oh, just for on. fun because it's just fun. I'd be the Joker. All right. Jo- you can't pick your own. Oh, okay. Clownfish. Murphy, what should I be? <laughs> Clownfish. Oh, God. I don't clownfish. You're the one that always says you're the clownfish. But clownfish doesn't spark like fear. Flight stuff. Yeah. Does rooster or goose? Yeah. You Those up there, clownfish? Yeah. Yay! Probably shouldn't be Eeyore. That would be no. not the kind of pilot you want to. No. no. We'll work on it. We'll let it. We'll let it marinate. Good idea. Um, also from our Facebook page, Melissa says um, my call sign would be Honeybee. Mm. It's cute, and that she can't wait to see Maverick. I can't wait to see it a third time with Murphy this week. You know we're going we one night this week. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> okay. That's um, right, Red. See, that could be Jody's that, nickname. To me, that's obvious. It's a short one. Is that, yeah. is that normal to have a short one? What, you think you're going to fit clownfish on a helmet? Yes. <laughs> well, There's yeah. a hangman in this movie, this you, new one. Oh. You can put clown on one side, fish on the other. <laughs> <laughs> Philip says... Um, his uh, call sign would be eats a lot. <laughs> Keep it coming on Facebook and Instagram. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has another Hollywood outsider. On the way next, I got to let you know about the toy I gave my grandson Hollis that I don't think was appreciated. Went to visit uh, Sammy and Melissa and my grandson Hollis. Mm. I had to bring him some junk. I mean, some gifts from my mother. Yeah. Oh, why would you say that? What's the occasion for gifts? None. Oh, yeah. Oh, the best kind. Hence the junk. Okay. My mom's done that my whole life. She'll just buy, I know. you know, like cheap stuff at the store. Let me stores. just say, see, your spin on it is that you're, she's sending you junk. She's thinking of you all the time and buys stuff for you and the family. That's what she's doing. She's loving you with retail. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A gift for her great-grandchild. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I gave it all to him. And, and since I was going to go visit, I figured I was... I wanted to pick up something for him, uh, a little toy or something. Yeah, just yeah. what your mother's doing, you're doing now. See? Yeah, but her stuff is junk. Mine is mine is good stuff. Okay. So I picked up a, uh, a whoopee cushion at the store. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> he loved it, did he not? He didn't understand it. Oh. I How guess old he's is still Hollis? too young. Uh, he's three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still too young to understand it, I guess, because... I didn't want mom and dad seeing it when I gave it to him because I wanted him to be able to pull it out later and surprise everybody. Yes. But they, Melissa was watching me when I gave it to him. and I, <laughs> Melissa's I, probably always <laughs> watching you when you're around. I put it on the chair and I said, sit on that, Hollis. And he looked at me like, no way. Aww. I am not sitting on that because I don't know what it is. Oh, he's a little young for so that. So I had to show him what it was. And, you know, unfortunately, Murphy, it wasn't the humorous moment that it is for you and I when somebody sits on a whoopee cushion. Yeah, right. I sat on it and it was like, and Hollis looked at me like, oh, okay. He didn't understand. Yeah. And then so I was like, watch this, Hollis. And I called Sammy over and I put it under the blanket and Sammy played along. Okay. And he sat on it. And apparently I bought a cheap 
Whoopi cushion because it, it stopped. Oh. Oh, Ouch. it stopped working after, after so who, one. Who really brought the junk? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I, I did, apparently. So, it sounds sorry. like the whoopee cushion was about as good as the joke, huh? <laughs> I'm really sorry. Yeah. Get him a better one. Wait till he's like This was five. a self-inflating whoopee cushion. Oh, I've never really? heard of it. Yeah, yeah I thought know. this is high quality. Top dollar here. You probably have to go back to a classic. Yeah, you got to blow it up yourself. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Powered by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Let's tell you about what's going on with Tom Brady right now. Not just the $375 million deal that he's worked out to be a the lead analyst for, well, football analyst for Fox once he's done playing football. Yeah. He's got this Brady brand of underwear coming out. I'm not kidding you. I think he's got a whole line of workout gear. Workout gear and underwear. So he's... Standing in his underwear at his kitchen, and I'm sorry, not kitchen sink, (laughs) (laughs) bathroom sink. Yeah. And Giselle walks in and films him, and it pops up online promoting Brady Brand. Somebody's got a new underwear. (laughs) What is this? See a new underwear? Let me see. Let me see a new underwear. Is that Brady Brand underwear? Right. <laughs> now, he looks shy about it, but then again, Is it regular he doesn't tidy look, they, they're, they're not regular tidy whities <laughs> but they're tight. Anyway, he picks up a towel and puts it to the camera to, to cover it, but he allowed her to post it promoting Brady Brand, which yeah. actually launches the underwear line this Thursday. Wow. No, so I mean, it's one of those videos that's picking up steam I now. <laughs> Giselle films Tom. Listen when you want to on our podcast. The whole show is on a podcast every day, and there's one called After the Show. Yeah. Oh, if you missed yesterday's After the Show podcast yesterday, mm. by the way, um, there's a vase at our house that came from. It was originally in my grandmother's house. As we're cleaning up my late parents' home, I brought it home. Mm. Jody doesn't like the look of it, which is fine. And my plan is really not to keep it there. But I want to keep it in the family because the only thing I remember (laughs) about it is it was my grandmother's mother's or grandmother's grandmother's, one of those two. And so, um, you know, Taylor and Phoebe, our daughters, they agree with me that don't get rid of it. Phoebe actually likes the way it looks. (laughs) Stick it in her room. But you know what they suggested we do, Jody? What? They suggested that when you and I go to Vegas that I take it with us and have it appraised by the Pawn Stars guys. <laughs> and like, so we now, walk up in there. But, but, you know, I know you. if you don't like it at home, you probably don't want to travel with it either. <laughs> I mean, we'd have to wrap it so delicately. And yeah, I'd, I'd probably be a carry-on. It'd be yeah. like a, holding a baby on a plane. Maybe I could just take a picture and they could look at it and you know, say, I don't hey, think they do that. Party. They that, don't do that. That does look like something for Antiques Roadshow, though. It does. Yeah, it's it's old, and I'm not keeping it because it's like worth a pile of money. I'm keeping it because it's it's fam- it's survived this long. I googled so. it. Yeah. And there's a lot of these looking vases. Some of them say <laughs> Paris and France, and yeah. others say bridal vase. Like, yeah. was there such a thing as bridal vases? Oh, know. oh, that's interesting. <laughs> now he's got a whole story. Sam, thank you. Now it's stuck in the house. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> this just, was the bridal vase for my great great grandmother. Fit our decor, yeah. you know. It just doesn't. And here's the other thing: if we were to take it to Vegas and go to what is it called? Pawn Stars. Pawn Stars. Um, I hope we meet Rick. Um, but the other thing is, if we were to do that, 
he would probably tell us it's worth so much, except that there's a big crack in it. Yeah. Because there's absolutely a big crack where it broke well, and somebody yeah, sure. glued it back. Right. Yeah. But even with a crack in it, I mean, it's still, <laughs> it's 150 <laughs> years old or whatever it is, okay. maybe. Well, a wedding vase. I need to go. You know ah! what? Bridal. We, Bridal. So we actually have photo albums. That okay. go back to my great grandmother. So maybe Ooh, if I look in that, see yeah. if that's in it. Yeah, fact finding yeah. mission for you. How about that? Mm. <laughs> You'll know what I'm doing today, Jody. Did you hear the Queen did part of her jubilee celebration over the weekend as a hologram? Well, I know she only did one appearance. Yeah, on the balcony at the end. Yeah, yeah I knew. Yeah. It was the royal hologram when the, when the coach that she was coronated in back in 53, it was in the parade. Looks like a Cinderella and, thing. Yeah, and in the back window was video of her, a hologram of her from back when she was coronated. So the younger uh, Queen Elizabeth. They actually, used, they actually used film footage from 53 when she was coronated. To uh, make okay. the make the hologram. So there's the only cool hologram I've ever heard of. That's the only cool reason. I don't know why, but that works for me. The other, like Whitney Houston singing to me, hologram style, freaks me out. I oh. think that's creepy because but she's no longer around, or no longer alive. One hundred percent. Okay. But this was this makes sense. The queen couldn't be there, but they were trying to celebrate seventy years on the throne. So why not? Uh huh. Okay. That makes sense. All right. Just not in Vegas. No <laughs> way.